Collaborate for a greener future at the Bloomberg Green Festival, a groundbreaking celebration of the thinkers, doers, and innovators leading the way. From design and culture to technology, science, and entertainment. Hear from inspirational speakers and immerse yourself in climate solutions, July 10th through 13th in Seattle. Title sponsor, Amazon. Official airline, Alaska Airlines. Get 20% off using promo code Radio20 at BloombergLive.com slash Green Festival. The Securities and Exchange Commission and the Justice Department are investigating China Petroleum and Chemical over allegations that the state-controlled oil producer paid Nigerian officials about $100 million in bribes to resolve a business dispute according to people familiar with the probe. The alleged payments by outside lawyers acting as middlemen for the company, known as Sinopec, were intended to resolve a $4 billion dispute between the Chinese oil company's petroleum unit in Geneva and the Nigerian government. Here to help us explain this probe are Peter Henning, a professor at Wayne State University Law School, and Robert Hockett, a professor at Cornell University Law School. Bob, tell us more about the allegations. All right. So the allegation uh, is that uh, Sinopec, through its Swiss subsidiary, uh, ADAX, um, got into a dispute uh, with the Nigerian government over uh, a financial deal that was uh, uh, meant to be consummated over in Nigeria. Um, uh, ultimately, this you know became more and more complicated. The litigation got kind of hairy. Or I should, not the litigation, but the negotiation around possible litigation got sufficiently hairy uh, that uh, Sinopec through ADEX decided to sort of resolve the dispute with a sort of side payment uh, to the Nigerian uh, government officials involved. Um, this particular, these payments were said are said to have been or alleged to have been funneled through uh, U.S. banks, uh, and that's of course where the U.S. jurisdiction sort of comes into into the story. Um, so what we have now is uh, the possibility uh, of charges being brought. Uh, by the SEC, perhaps by the DOJ, uh, against um, uh, Sinopec uh, for essentially misusing uh, its American bank accounts uh, in conducting these payments that would have been violations of the Foreign Corrupt Practices Act uh, and violations of other uh, nations' uh, statutes as well. Peter, is it unusual for U.S. officials to be interested in a transaction like this? So, so Bob did mention the American banks, and so that's the legal jurisdictional element there. But, you know, we're talking about stuff in Europe. We're talking about stuff in, in Asia. We're talking about stuff in Africa. It seems like most of the activity is going on in places other than the U.S. Uh, well, welcome to the Foreign Corrupt Practices Act. It is uh, – the law is so broad that uh, if you, there have been cases in which emails were sent through Yahoo accounts – uh, and servers in Silicon Valley, and that was the basis for the U.S. to get involved. So uh, it's not a surprise. Um, in a sense, the Justice Department and SEC have become something of the uh, top cop for overseas bribery payments. And, of course, when you overlay this, the fact that Sinopec is um, a Chinese-controlled oil company and the U.S. is raising issues about uh, Chinese trade practices, uh, you can certainly see this as part of an effort to use American laws to police Chinese company and potentially embarrass the Chinese government. Bob, the Swiss had looked into this matter and closed the book on it after a short inquiry. They required Sinopec to pay $32 million in damages after admitting to organizational deficiencies. So 
is it is it uh, should that have been the end of it? Is is the U.S. going a little too far in pursuing it further? Well, it, it sort of depends. I mean, Peter is exactly right that the Foreign Corrupt uh, Practices Act, uh, which I also mentioned before, you know, affords a, a great, a broad uh, sort of jurisdiction right, to U.S. authorities. Um, basically, they can exercise jurisdiction anytime some American institution or firm has been used in the perpetration of some act of corruption. Um, the, the reasons, I mean, the fact that we're able to, to do that, of course, is one thing. Whether we would want to do that or want to act on that jurisdiction is another. And that raises the question, well, why would we want to? Peter identified one reason, right? We are engaged in a kind of a, a, across-the-board sort of trade uh, competition with China, and there is some concern about Chinese business practices more broadly. The other thing maybe worth noting in this connection, though, is that U.S. companies are routinely prosecuted uh, under the Foreign Corrupt Practices Act and are held to a pretty high standard by uh, American uh, uh, law enforcement agencies. And so if they didn't do likewise with respect to foreign companies, that might, in effect, give foreign companies an advantage over American companies, right? They would be, in effect, subject to less, uh, to more lax uh, regulation. So my guess is that that might be playing a role here as well, that basically uh, we don't want uh, to be uh, sort of treating our own firms more harshly than we treat foreign firms if they're violating the same uh, laws. Collaborate for a greener future at the Bloomberg Green Festival, a groundbreaking celebration of the thinkers, doers, and innovators leading the way. From design and culture to technology, science, and entertainment. Hear from inspirational speakers and immerse yourself in climate solutions, July 10th through 13th in Seattle. Title sponsor, Amazon. Official airline, Alaska Airlines. Get 20% off using promo code RADIO20 at BloombergLive.com slash Green Festival.